Welcome to the Hotter on Top podcast hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is the place where I share with you the behind the scenes of building an online service-based business without the hustle. I went from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, I have been there, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I am here to help you sell out your services without losing your sanity or yourself by using belief work and sustainable strategies so you can build a business that supports your dream life. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will give you the juice and confidence you need to start taking audacious action on your desires right now. So if you're ready to feel hot and on top, then let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you are having a beautiful week so far. Today, we are talking about all things pricing. We're talking about different pricing models that are not going to work very well for you as a service provider. Um, We are going to be talking about pricing drama and all the ways our mind really influences how we price our services and what to really look out for, what to bring your awareness to. And my goal for you for at the end of this podcast is I want your price to be the least interesting thing about your services. Like, let's be honest, pricing is the least interesting thing when it comes to your service because your client is going to get so much more value out of your services and the price is just one aspect of getting closer to their desired results. So, but in order to get there, we have to clear out all of these different pricing structures, pricing models that are not going to work. And I want to give your brain a lot of reasons why these pricing models do not work and how, why you should eliminate them from your services as soon as possible. And I want to give you a solution on what to do instead. It's very simple, very easy, and it will absolutely expedite your sales because of the reasons I will be outlining for you in today's podcast episode. So I've seen with a lot of my clients, when they kind of get stuck in a lot of pricing drama, they start to pick apart their price. They start to tinker it a lot and they turn towards these different pricing models because they think that that's going to be the solution to them getting more sales or feeling more comfortable with their pricing. But there are many different ways to become comfortable with your pricing that have nothing to do with having to go after these pricing models. And these pricing models become a little bit of a self-fulfilling prophecy because you are like, I'm not making sales. And then you kind of go towards making it harder on your clients with these pricing models. And then loops back around, you're still not making sales, right? So I want you to make sales. I want your pricing to feel like a no-brainer. And I want your clients to feel like you are an expert that they can trust. And I'm going to outline exactly how you're going to do this. But first, let's talk about the different pricing models that I want you to nix out of your business model immediately and what to do instead. So the first one I often see when it comes to services, being a service provider is itemizing your services. And what this means is that basically every little service that you provide, you have a price point for that. 
and you kind of let your clients add things on because everything's individually priced. Um, so for example, let's say you're a hairstylist, you are going to have your blow dry a separate price. You're going to have a color retouch a separate price. You're going to have the haircut a separate price and on and on and on and on, right? Um, same thing, like let's say if you're a photographer, you're going to have, if you have to travel, a separate price. You're going to have, if they want to add on a certain amount of photos as a separate price, you're going to add the editing as a separate price. You're going to add in all these different things are separate pricings, right? And I think that our thought process behind this is that we can get more people in because we're not doing like full blown out services all day, every day. We're letting our clients kind of pick and choose. Um, and I think the thought process is that you're going to make more money because they can like add on these services that maybe they wouldn't add on before. But I don't know if you've ever tried this pricing model, <laughs> but usually what happens is that clients will then start to pick and choose or eliminate things that they actually do need, or they'll add on unnecessary things. Why does this happen? Because they're not the expert you are. So it doesn't make sense just to hand your client an itemized list of what they need and pick and choose from that list because it creates a lot of confusion and it creates a lot of anxiety about what they want. Because let's be honest, you're the expert. Your clients are not. Your clients don't know what they don't know, right? So let's go back to, I know I talk about hairstyling a lot, but you guys know my background. So that's why I talk about it a lot because I know it very intimately. But for a hairstylist, let's say your client's going to get highlights, but then they're like, well, I don't want to pay for a toner, so I'm just not going to get toner. Oh, and also I don't want to pay for a blow dry in style, so I'm just not going to get those things and add them on. So then you're just doing their highlights when you know that it's not going to be the result that they want because A, you're not toning it. It's not going to look good, right? B, they don't get to see it blown out and styled in the salon. So what are you creating? You're creating a recipe for your client to be disappointed. Let's be honest. And also when it comes to like add-on services, let's say you're like a facialist, right? And when you are doing facials, not everything that you have on for like your add-on services for a facial is meant for every type of skin type, right? So therefore, when a client, let's say, is like, oh, I want this and I want a chemical peel and I want all that. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, that's going to be way too much for your skin in this session. We're actually just going to do this, this, and this. And then they're kind of disappointed because they're not getting the things that they thought that they were going to get. So to limit disappointment, to limit anxiety around price uncertainty, because let's be honest, here's another example actually I'll give you. So I, I think I need to preface this by I am not engaged. You guys did not miss anything. You will know. Okay. But, um, I wedding weddings and the topic of wedding is in my, um, sphere right now. And so I have been kind of preparing to plan a wedding. And what I mean by this is that I need to know how much logistically to save for a wedding. And let me tell you, it is a pain in the ass whenever I go onto a venue's website and everything down to the dance floor, down to the heaters, down to, you know, uh, if you want to have like cornhole at your wedding, let's say, everything has a price. Everything is itemized. And it's my job to then calculate the shit out of that just to see what I would need to save and put aside for my wedding for the things that I want. Now, 
what I expect when I go into a venue that has a wedding coordinator, that has these things and everything's all included, I expect them to anticipate my needs as the client because I've never planned a wedding before. They have. <laughs> They're the experts. And I'm going in confused as hell being like, do I actually need these things? Do I not need these things? And when the price keeps going up, I'm like, okay, what can we subtract, right? Do I really need heaters? Yes, you do, right? <laughs> you want the things, right? And I much rather, I have been trying to find, it's been kind of impossible. So here's how you're going to really stand out um, if you're listening as a wedding planner or wedding coordinator or a venue. <laughs> um, have I would really love if they just had a package for me because again, I've never planned a wedding. I want them to anticipate that, yeah, I'm going to need heaters. I'm going to need a dance floor. I'm going to need my cake fucking cut and I'm going to need, you know, like a champagne toast. And I don't want everything itemized for that. What I really would want is them to give me a price. Just give me a price. Just so I know. Just so I know what I'm going into. And the thing is, is that they are more than welcomed to up that package price point. If it means that I don't have to do the mental gymnastics and math and labor it takes to add everything up just so I know what I'm paying for my like potential wedding, right? I much rather them save me the time, the anxiety, and the uncertainty by just giving me a price and anticipating my needs. That is what I want, right? And so the solution here is really that you're going to be packaging your services. And I'm going to outline a little bit more what that could look like for you. But first, let's talk about the next price pricing model that does not work out is sliding scales. So this is when you kind of give your clients a range that they could pay. So let's say you're offering a service and you're like, you could pay $60 or you can pay up to $150. You can pay within that range. So the reason why this why I think people go to, towards this is that they feel uncomfortable about the price that they want to ask, so they lower it. But they're like, oh, well, I potentially could still get that price that I want, so I'm just going to create a range and let that be that. Do we see already how this is kind of a recipe for disaster? Not only are you creating, like you're on the fastest track to resentment town when you are just not charging the price that feels good and like a uh, equal exchange of value to you, right? And why this le will lessen your sales is because your clients or potential clients are confused and they fear that they're going to be judged for not paying you the price that is the highest, right? They are confused about like, for example, let's say they're like, well, sh am I supposed to tip? Am I supposed to do that? Like there's so many questions to be had. And so let's say they're like, well, I can afford 60, but I know you, I should probably pay 80 because I don't want you to like judge me or maybe I should be tipping you or et cetera, et cetera. And it creates this very murky of expectations. They don't know what they're walking into. That makes them confused. It heightens anxiety and therefore you have less sales. I think it's very important to note here that as an entrepreneur, you inherently have to do a lot, a lot of work around your mindset around money and pricing and having these money conversations. And 
However, that's not the norm in our society. And so we kind of create this weird expectation that we expect our clients to be on the same level as us when in reality, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of shame and judgment around money and they want your help, but they are afraid of making the wrong move, right? I think this also happens with like tipping culture as well. And I think that maybe this will have to be a separate episode, but I think that as service providers, we should start to absorb tips and not make it a requirement or something to be expected. Um, but that's for an episode for another day. So when you have sliding scales, creates confusion, creates anxiety, and creates that uncertainty. And also, to be very blunt with you, sliding scales is kind of a charity thing. And you do not want your clients seeing you as a charity. They... you do not want them seeing you as like, they're helping you out, (laughs) you know? Like, no, you are helping them. They need you more than you need them, right? But when you create a sliding scale, it's kind of creates this weird, like it it feels charity. It feels charity-esque or you're treating them like they need charity. And that's not always the best, most empowered feeling either, right? So, This is why, again, like I think that we go after these pricing models because we're trying to look for an alternative for how we're feeling about our pricing when you're avoiding the real work to be had. These things are slowing you down by thinking about them and trying to create different uh, situations for them and all of these things. The solution here is to create a package and just price it. And yes, you can have different forms of packages. Um, I would recommend not too many like we're aiming at three, maybe five at most types of packages that you want to be offering your clients. Remember that you can always add things on for your clients when they are actually there right in front of you. You're having the conversations, then you can customize it to them. And then you could be like, actually to achieve what this result would look like, this would be the price. Let's talk about it. It is so important to talk about your pricing upfront beforehand, before they even get the service. Give them time to digest it, to think about it. List out your packages and your pricing, and it will save you so much time, so much anxiety, and you will make even more sales by just being transparent about this, creating packages and trusting that you're the expert for your clients. So for example, if you're a hairstylist, you are going to make sure that if somebody's getting highlights, they are going to be getting the actual highlight um, technique. They're going to be getting the tone. They're maybe going to be getting a conditioning treatment. They're going to get the haircut. They're going to get the blow dry and the style. They're going to get the rest of the amenities that you offer in your salon. And that's all going to be packaged up into one price. You are not going to be nickel and diming them. And same thing goes for wedding venues. If you're listening out there, (laughs) please package your shit up. Please, please. Again, you have to remind yourself is that your clients have never done this before. They maybe have never, ever done this. And they have definitely never done it with you before, right? So it's your job to create um, trust by being, um, by anticipating their needs by making sure that they understand um, what is entailed, why you're doing it that way, 
and just they know exactly what the price is and there's no surprises. They will love you for this. You have no idea how many times I have encountered clients and their biggest, biggest complaint was pricing inconsistency. And this is how you avoid that is that you know exactly what you're offering, you know what's included, and then there's no gray area and there's no room for confusion on either end. You are consistent with your pricing. You will get consistent clients when it comes to that. So now we've talked about the solution, but let's talk a little bit about pricing drama and what this could look like when you start to price your services and why it's important to really look at this and um, bring awareness to this so that you can stop the tinkering, focus on a price and just move forward and have your price be the least interesting thing about your services. I want your services to, you talking about your services and boasting up your services and getting your confidence around your services is way, way, way more important than your price. So the first thing that I see people do when they're kind of experiencing pricing drama is they lower their price. <laughs> and this isn't inherently bad. Sometimes it does make sense. Um, a lot of the times it doesn't, but you know, we'll go from there. But when you do it from a place of trying to protect your clients, I think this action is really rooted in people pleasing. It's rooted in worrying about what your clients are going to think about your price. It's you are worried that they're not going to get the value that you have promised them. And that's actually what we need to look at, not lowering your price. It's not a genuine solution to your selling problem. Um, if you're having a hard time making sales, that's a sales issue. It's a marketing issue. It's something that we need to look at. Um, and just because you've lowered the price does not automatically mean that you are going to be making more sales. There's probably, most likely, other things going on that make it that way. Um, another thing I see is that you'll kind of like quadruple your prices. So that way you're like, oh, I only have to sign one client that I'm like set. And this is a scarcity mindset and it's actually putting your client in a very upsetting position where you are becoming reliant on them to pay your bills. Um, you are potentially going to hold on really tightly to them. You're probably going to people please more because you're going to be worried about upsetting them and they're going to leave or et cetera, et cetera, right? We never want to put our clients in this position. It's a lot of pressure for them. It's a lot of pressure for us, right? And it's coming from when you quadruple your prices because of the mindset like, oh, well, then I just only have to one sign one client. It's like you have the belief that you can never sign more than one client. And that's what we actually need to work on is your belief that you can always sign more and more and more clients. You can always see more clients. You can always work with more clients. And at the end of the day, your clients are not there to pay your rent. Um, they are there for the services that you promised them. And again, this just puts, when you are viewing your client as like this holy grail paycheck, then you're putting so much unnecessary pressure on you to perform and on them to get results, right? Um, and then number, the third one that I see is like you will shrink when they bring up the price objection. So when your clients are questioning your price or they're like surprised by your price or all these things, which you can avoid a lot of this by just listing out your prices to begin with <laughs> and being clear about that before they even contact you. But again, sometimes this still happens. Um, 
or like maybe they'll mention that they have a lot of debt or they have financial problems or they're really struggling. And maybe you're getting a lot of these conversations right now because of the conversations that we're having in our society around the R word, the recession and blah, 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 right? And you will then start to feel like it's your responsibility to balance their bank account, which means that you're probably going to pull back from selling and you're going to, you know, try to protect them. You're going to try and like not have them get their services. You are getting in their bank account. You're getting it in their wallet. So you need to become comfortable (laughs) with spending money, with using the credit card, with all these things, right? Um, Because in reality, you're making the things that they're saying a problem and you're projecting that onto them because you feel like it's a problem, but they might not actually feel like it's a problem. They might be like, yeah, I have debt. I want to pay it off eventually, but I'm cool right now. But you're internalizing it as a problem. You're projecting that back onto them. And guess what? You don't have a client. They're going to move on to someone else that doesn't see it as a problem. Let's be honest. So this is just one way that we kind of get into people's bank accounts. We try to balance their wallet for it, balance their checkbook for them. And it's just not and will never be your job. What is your job is to have pricing transparency so that they can make a the best decision for them and so that they can be prepared. You know, like I said, there's been so many going back. I You're probably tired of me using this, but I'm going to say it again. Looking back at the venues for my wedding, I have nixed out a lot of potential venues simply because I just couldn't figure it out or it was too itemized. And I was like, you know what? It's not worth it. It's not worth the labor, right? Why am I working so hard as the client here (laughs) to figure out how much I need to pay these people, right? And so that is just one way that that can kind of manifest is that you give up, you move on, and you go to someone else that is willing to package up their pricing and make it more clear and transparent for the client, right? And that is what will bring a lot of trust and ease to your clients. And I would just really encourage you to reflect on what do my clients actually need? What will benefit them the most? And how can I anticipate their needs and create a package that they're going to want to buy, right? So to recap, Nix out the itemized, throw out the itemized (laughs) sheet, throw out the sliding scales. I want you to get clean around your pricing drama. Look at the awareness that you have around different pricing um, dramas and start to journal on them. Understand where you're kind of becoming more people pleasing. Discover where you need to work on your own money mindset when it comes to debt and financial struggles. Um, making sure that you're not putting so much pressure on your business to pay all your bills and to give you this exact perfect lifestyle, right? Um, Making sure that you are continuing to prioritize your client, anticipating their needs, helping them get closer to their desired results with your expertise and worried more about that than about your price, than about what, you know, what they're going to be paying you. Just focus on that. And then at the end of the day, if you are having a hard time with pricing, just pick a price and go with that for a while. Sit with it. Start to learn how to sell better, right? And this is exactly everything I help with in one-on-one coaching. So if you've been thinking about it, do not hesitate. Now is the time to join because the sooner you join, the sooner we'll clean up your pricing, the sooner you will attract more clients, and the sooner you will be making money in any type of economy. And no matter what's going on in your life, 
you will be able to make money in your business. And that's what I want for you. And it starts by making your price the least interesting thing about your business model. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope there was a lot of juicy nuggets in there for you. And we will see you next time. If you are serious about making more money in your business without the hustle, then you better get on my email list. Sign up now with the link in the show notes to receive two exclusive trainings on client attraction that will help you sign your dreamiest clients fast. If you're ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me by going to my website, www.beccajoecavanaugh.com. Thank you so much for listening and we will chat next week.